We need an intro song, man. Like bad. And nothing. Don't you don't start making no noises over there. Yeah. How about uh? <laughs> yeah. What about what about something along the likes of like Thunderstruck by ACDC? Just like the instrumental. Uh, uh, I love getting copyright strikes. I love it. Thunder. That's totally illegal. If we could do it, it'd be lit. That'd be great. That'd, That'd be, be a lit. fantastic song to start the podcast <laughs> with. But the copyright, copyright. We're know. back. Division one rejects. This is. Uh, Episode of recording on the 26th. It's a Thursday. You'll be listening to this or watching on YouTube on Friday. And fellas, we've got some we've got some good stuff for today's pod. We just uh, had a great conversation with Antoine Mason. He's the wide receiver coach at Saginaw Valley State University. So stick around after our little introduction here. We'll get right to that conversation. The dude was the man. He was preaching. He had me. You'll hear me talk about it in the interview. I was equal parts ready to run through a wall and get out a notebook and start. Like jotting down notes. Oh yeah, I kind of just wanted to go run hills. That's what I wanted to do. <laughs> I mean, this guy was just that at all. Yeah, oh, he all. Has Dude, he came prepared. Speaking, yeah, came prepared for sure. I feel like I was listening to Icky Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like, was legit. Um, but otherwise, we've got some really good uh, topics today. A lot of great videos to react to. So stick around for those. Got some real funny stuff. Uh, as far as the NFL is concerned, uh, Colin Kaepernick's getting to work out with the Las Vegas Raiders. And, and it happened. okay. What? Yeah, it happened uh, just yesterday on Wednesday, yeah. Jimmy. I didn't have the camera on you. The eye roll okay. there. I'm going to do it again. Uh, okay, oh. listen. Oh. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick sucks. He's not good at playing football anymore. He used to be, Colin Kaepernick used to be really good. Like, he used to be great. Like, eight or nine years ago when he was in the NFC Championship, he was awesome. Hang up the cleats, Colin. You're done. You're done, buddy. If you're listening, Whoa. sorry. You, you got to hate him. He sucks. Hey, yeah, he be literally podcast. sucks. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick sucks. Wow. I, this will, that is I, bold. He used to be really good. Colin Kaepernick used to be awesome. Like, he, he's done now. Like, it's the, over. The thing I'll say to your point, Jimmy, is like... Hey, we're not, we're not... This is an intro, right? We don't get into the big topics no, too I know, much. Yeah. Just, right? uh, we don't get, I'll wait. I'll say yeah, we can, yeah, we can hold that. Yeah, but, yeah, hey, yeah. we got your opinion off the bat. I appreciate yeah, it. No problem. Um, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, we're talking about it. Uh, he's got to work out with the Las Vegas Raiders. He hasn't played professional football since 2016. Uh, he did work out yesterday and supposedly was uh, impressed a lot of the, the, uh, the Raiders open. staff. So that could go either way. Um, as far as some other stuff we're going to be watching and reacting to, Coach Rabel was showing why he's the scariest coach in the NFL. Behind Dan Campbell. He's a monster. Behind, behind who? Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Oh, behind Dan Campbell? I think Dan Campbell would actually like, he, like yeah. kill somebody. Not actually... But like I think he has How? that like I think insanity capacity in him. I don't know if Vrabel does. Like Dan Vrabe Campbell's, does. Like I tell you maybe, right now, Vrabe does. I think Dan Campbell seems a little crazier because he's talking knows about biting well. off kneecaps. Like who else has talked about biting off kneecaps? Yeah, but we don't know what Vrabe talks about true, behind true. closed you know, doors. That's right. That's right. I made, that's, an, assu- I made an assumption. But yeah. Campbell just yeah. does it in public. So yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, he true. does. That's true. true. That's ballsy. True. Like he's carrying them around a wheelbarrow. Did you see what he said the other day about Aaron Glenn? He was like, yeah. Uh, if Glenn wasn't around here, it'd feel like I was walking around with, my, with uh, no pants on. <laughs> like, what? Such a guy. He's a guy. So we'll watch Brabe. Uh, you, you'll see the video. Just stick around for that one. Uh, and finally, fellas, the match is coming up next Wednesday. That's a golf game featuring Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen versus Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Cade's doing the fist bump over there. Um, Brady might, I say might, have just hit a wild hole-in-one shot. I say that because if it's real. We're going to debate that here in a bit after we talk with Coach Mason. I, and- I bet Kate thinks it's fake before I even know. <laughs> no, Kate no, I won't. It's fake. I, I, did, I did, Kobe. We'll, we'll talk about it in a second. We will. We will. Um, but that is something I want to get to. We'll see that video. If you have not seen that, definitely stick around or use the timestamps. If you're watching on YouTube, to skip right to that part of the conversation uh, if you do want to see that right now. But otherwise, uh, on the college scene, Lincoln Riley and USC, they're building a powerhouse in SoCal. There's a lot going on for them right now. Big transfer uh, wide receiver Jordan Addison from Pitt is kind of the most recent in a string of big-time transfers, big-time deals, big-time offers to a potential 12-year-old that we're going to talk about. Question um, mark? So, yeah, question mark, exclamation point. Is that clickbait for Click this episode? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> Crazy. Thumbnail you like Whoa. <laughs> uh, you a picture um, of Kobe with his mind getting blown? Yeah. <laughs> For the thumbnail. For the clickbait. Yeah, I yeah. love it, dude. Um, but that's <laughs> that's kind of what we're going to be covering today. So, um, you know, as always, you can listen to this episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you name it. Watch us on YouTube. It's way more entertaining. You can watch on Spotify. I, can, I continue to have to remind myself of that. Um, but follow us on Twitter at D1 underscore rejects and on Instagram at Division One Rejects to see highlights from the show 
and uh, some pretty good reactions to those videos we're talking about today. But, fellas, before we get to all of that awesome content and laughs and a good time, let's go to an equally good time and talk to our man, Coach Mason, from Saginaw Valley. Joining us this Thursday night is a man who goes by the name of Wideout Tech. He's the newest addition to a talented coaching staff at Saginaw Valley State University and is known to be one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver developers in the state of Michigan, Coach Antoine Mason. Coach, super excited to get you on the pod tonight, my man. Hey, man, it's a, it's, it's a pleasure, man. I appreciate y'all, you know, considering me, man. I know y'all generation, man. Y'all, y'all got a lot going on, man. So for y'all to be watching, you know what I'm saying? You never know who's watching, you know what I mean, and things like that. But, uh, I appreciate y'all having me on, man, and, uh, you know, I'm here to, to to serve y'all, man, and give y'all information, what I know, you know, a little bit about me and my journey, and um, and so hopefully, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm able to give y'all some some nuggets or two, man, a little bit of history, whoever else is watching, man, you know what I mean, I'm here to serve y'all, man. Nah, you're the man. How is the, uh, you finally settled into kind of the offseason here, you joined them in February, I believe, if I read that correctly, so um, yeah. starting to get settled in there, how is, uh, I mean, you're, you're dripped out right now in the gear, so they got no problem getting you the gear over there. And uh, oh no, man, you know, I, hey, I, I, like I tell guys, man, you know where you're at. You, you know, you grow, plant your feet where you're at, and grow. And uh, like I said, I'm an alum in Saginaw Valley. My wife's an alum in Saginaw Valley. You know what I mean? So, uh, so we 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 home. I love that. Now, tell me about. We'll get right into. it. I want to talk about Wideout Tech, man. First of all, yeah. sweet yep. name for a brand like that yeah. is dope. That's the first thing. Like when you look at something like that. Um, yep. that's something that jumps, right? I've definitely heard yep. people talk about wanting to be a technician at that position, yep. right? Cause it's so detail oriented. Like you yeah. see these guys, like you got a lot of guys, I'm sure, you know, you got a lot of guys that are doing these like flashy footwork drills just cause just for the instant yeah. or whatever. But like yeah. when you break yeah. down these drills, man, I'm sitting here watching your content. Yeah. I, I am not fleet of foot. I mean, ask, yeah. ask the boys here. I, Kobe, <laughs> no, yeah, no. Ain't <laughs> but like, I'm sitting here, I'm learning, I'm learning some pretty yeah. cool stuff from these videos, man. So talk about, uh, kind of where that, where that name come from. Is somebody, somebody give you that nickname? How'd that work? No, nah, man. So, um, so man, Wild Out Tech was, uh, birthed, um, in 2017, man, 26, about 2017, 2016, it wasn't a real business. You know what I mean? I was just doing it, you know, so I used to help out, um, you guys might know of uh, one of my mentors, Wedgie Wins, who runs Rising Stars. Yeah. The man. yeah, so, you know, he's been a blessing in my life, you know what I'm saying, like father figure. But um, I was helping out with him, you know what I'm saying, for a while, you know, at least two years or so, you know, uh, helping him um, with his training, you know what I mean, that he has, you know. And um, I was doing that every Sunday, man. You know, I end up, you know, getting the Lawrence Tech job, you know what I mean, moving back home. Um, under coach um, Jeff Duvendeck. And, um, and so, you know, I, you know, I had the pleasure to continue to help, you know, uh, rising stars and coach wins and, um, you know, the, the parents and, and the coaches and the kids were so, um, you know, they were just so intrigued by the way I teach my enthusiasm, my passion, my attention, you know what I'm saying? To, to the details of what I teach and how I teach, you know what I mean? And, and the parents used to come up to me, Hey, do you do anything? You know what I'm saying? Um, outside you know, at rising stars and I, and I told him like, nah, you know what I mean? But, you know, we can meet the park, we can meet at the local high school and, um, you know, and, and, and we can do more, you know? And, and I did it for free for a long time. You know what I mean? No I wasn't, way. It was never monetized. You know what I'm saying? Like those first year and a half, it wasn't really monetized. Some of the people gave me, you know, gifts and donations. Like, no, you need to be, you know, I'm like, I'm good. I'm just, you know, doing it for the, um, for the fellas. And, um, you know, I got so overwhelmed, meaning just the volume of parents and, and, and people kept on encouraging me. You know what I mean? To hey, make it a business, make it a business, making a business. You know what I'm saying? So when I started Wild Out Tech, I never intended it to, to make money off of it necessarily. It was just to be my whole idea was why wait? When I was coming out of college, when I was coming out of high school, you had to wait to really get that next level of development. Where in y'all generation, y'all was surrounded by it, you know what I mean? Consumed by it. You know, you got, you know, you were you're a step, you know what I'm saying, a block away from somebody if they credible enough you know what i'm saying to get the information so for me it was like all right well i'm gonna give these young boys what i gonna what i'm giving you know what i'm saying and and teach them the nuances and the, and the minute details of how to make your body do what you want it to do i always say when why how whenever you want to you know what i mean as far as your body mechanics because i tell guys all the time i don't get credit for what god gave you and i never take credit for what's in your bloodline but what i am gonna help you you know what i'm saying while getting you to where you need to go is help you steward 
over what God gave you. So if you run 4-4, yeah. I'm gonna teach you how to control that 4-4. If you are 6-4, I'm gonna show you how to, you know what I'm saying, manip- you know, use your body, use your, your technical things about, and not just because you're 6-4, you don't get credit for that. You know what I mean? You couldn't pray, I couldn't even pray if I, you know, we couldn't pray to be 6-4, but I will oh. teach you how to do it. We definitely can't to- coach. We definitely, <laughs> let me tell you something, yeah. we definitely can't. <laughs> yeah, you know, that was, <laughs> my, that was just kind of my philosophy with it, man. Let, let's, let's, uh, Let's maximize what God gave you. You know yep. what I'm saying? Whether you five, already whether you five two, you know what I'm saying, or six two. Let's let's maximize each other. And so that was my whole approach. You know, serving these that. young men where they need to go. And um, and so that's how Wild Out Tech was birthed. You know what I mean? Just me wanting to serve young men. You know what I mean? For free. You know what I'm saying? And just give them what I got. You know, which is so. which is crazy. And I mean, like any field, if you're doing work for free, especially at that level, like you talk about the specialized training. This is not like. Yeah. You know, even though you really were going out and meeting in a park, meeting in a parking lot, yeah. whatever it was, yeah. Yeah. I think they knew too. This is more next level stuff. This is tr- them trying to get to the next level. We've all seen parents in youth sports; they yeah. don't go asking about training and stuff like that if they think it's not going to get their kid to go get a you know get a scholarship oh, sure. somewhere and get no, after, you know what sure. I mean. So I the parents are always looking out for them. You know that. Um, yes. But what we yes. also know is that your job as wide receiver coach, that's year round. It's not something yes. that just stops when the season is over, right? We all know that, um, that at least in this world, how do you yes. balance that? Cause this is a, it seems like a pretty big commitment on your part to be doing all this training in addition so, to being on the, the staff. Yeah. So for me, man, now that I, as I continue to, you know, uh, I'm a lot busier now. So how, how I do it now, I, I, I rarely train now. Only guys I really train now is my NFL guys and my my professional guys because they're on a different timeline and things like that. So actually, I haven't been as active, um, you know, with the with the high school guys. You know, what I mean, and um, you know, every blue moon, um, you know, I have one of my power five guys who's you know going into a senior year, or you know, I do a lot of consulting with them. You know, what I mean, so they may send me their film. You know what I mean? So instead of physically getting to the lab, um, you know, I, we may do some consulting things, you know what I mean? Where I'm, you know, um, analog, you know, uh, doing some breakdowns off their film, get critiquing them, you know what I'm saying? Asking them what their coach is teaching them, you know, so I can do some, because at the end of the day, it's what you're doing for your coach and where you're at. So at the end of the day, if you can give me some feedback, some language and things like that, maybe I can interpret, you know, what, what they are trying to relate to you yep. and then, you know, or may just say it differently, you know, and things like that. So I'm always mentoring those guys as well. You know what I mean? I was just talking to actually uh, last night on um, DM and Donovan Peoples-Jones. Oh, yeah. And I posted something about him and we was, you know, chat, hey, coach, what you see? And I'm always giving them guys just what I see. You know what I'm saying? I know, you know, they coach as professionals and things like that. But just little things, you know what I mean, that uh, to continue to remind them the little nuggets that I do give them. But, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, right now, like I said, I don't really – I don't do as much training as I as I used to, but I'm always mentoring. I'm always breaking down videos for guys and giving them advice. Yeah, I love that. You talk about you, man. You're like you might have my script or something. I don't know if I got like you got the my script before we got going, but that was literally the next thing I want to talk to you about, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, DPJ specifically, but also KJ Hamler, like those guys. Yeah household names in the big 10. Yeah. Like I think you can yeah. totally agree. And uh, yeah. you being able to help them take their game to the next level is fantastic. We've seen them uh, go on to the pros. Now, hopefully I think KJ might be staged to have a, a pretty big comeback here. He's coming off the, the ACL, correct? Comeback player of the year. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's Cade's, but Cade's a big, uh, big KJ I'm guy. A big here. KJ guy uh, we yeah. all are just to, just yeah. to clarify, yeah. of course. He'll be on my fantasy team this year for sure. I love that he's with Russ now. Down yeah. I mean, that's oh. dude, that team his, is his ceilings. Just, through the roof, right poised now. to uh, explode yeah, over there, which is really fun to watch. Um, but we've I seen agree. this kind of idea of these position coaches take this talent and all this knowledge that you guys obviously have and really devote that into training because you talk about it's really just about a passion to train these guys and get them that development sooner in the process to give them that, that edge. Um, yes. I think a great example of this is that uh, Brandon Jordan over at MSU with the, the stuff that he's done with the D-line oh, over there. The D-line. Uh, I watch yeah. his stuff. I watch a lot of D-line stuff too. For sure. Um, and yep. he, I will say, too, he was at NMU for a year. JT and him are uh, yeah, he, JT are always tight. reps his brand. I, I yeah. see that. Yeah. I know. He's always, he's always sure. got that on. That's his boy. So he actually, he came here. He didn't end up playing. He had a hamstring injury. So I don't think he actually got on the field here. Um, but he okay. came over from, uh, it was like Austin Peters. I, I forget. Missouri S&T, I want to say. Um, but, you know, besides the point, another great example of a position coach who's using that platform, too, to kind of, oh, lights are out there. There we go. <laughs> yep. uh, another great yep. uh I playing with the lights. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. You're good. Yeah. Uh, another great position coach that's kind of using that platform, and he's got some big time NFL guys too. So how, um, I guess, 
where I'm going with this is you talk about those NFL guys. That's a huge recruiting tool. Like you can sell a kid, sell maybe isn't the right word, but you can yeah, sell a yeah, kid yeah. on like, yeah, I'm trying here. to find work too, man. I'm trying exactly. to find Exactly. You can sell a kid on like, you're going to come here. You're getting coaching from me. You're getting this type of development. Look yep. who else is getting the same thing. Look where they're at. And, and, and you know, the beauty about that, I tell guys all the time, I say the difference between them, you know what I'm saying? They pay me by the hour where you get me full time, 365. <laughs> difference. You know what I'm saying? So those guys pay me for my time. You know what I'm saying? And it's a, it's intricate parts of the season, off season when they home. You know, they train with other guys, you know what I'm saying? If they in better weather, you know, this Michigan weather, it's only they only coming home, oh, you yeah. know, when the weather's good. So I only get a glimpse of them when it comes to that. But I tell guys all the time, I mean, like, I'm your position coach. And I tell guys all the time, like at heart, I'm a trainer, tra- I'm a trainer at heart that that's oh, by the way, I'm a coach, a college coach. So it's like for me, training for me is a is a lot. I take that a lot to heart versus the coaching role, you know what I'm saying? Because people come to me to solve a problem for me. You know what I mean? Whether you the most athletic or the least athletic, I'm going to help you solve that problem. You know, I'm going to get you open. I really, truly, in my heart of hearts, I believe I can get anybody open. Whether, you, whether you're the non-athletic, and you know what I'm saying, or the most athletic, you know? And so that's kind of my approach, you know what I mean? And things like that. And so that's kind of in my heart. So when I'm, when I'm that basically gas and ignites um and pour gasoline on when i'm teaching and preaching and these isms and these and these techniques and things like that because again if you can get your body to do what you want to do whether you athletic or non-athletic you can still be successful where you're at and whatever you are part of and so that's kind of like my goal whether you a walk on or the highest paid dude on scholarship oh yeah you're gonna get coached the same you know what i'm saying you're gonna get what well, i should say I teach you the same, but I coach you differently based off of what you've ex- been exposed to, you know, what you can do, what your body will allow you to. So, again, so I okay. teach everybody the yeah. same, but I coach And that's what, that's what everybody wants from their coach, right? That's what everybody wants from, uh, you know, you, you're not getting preferential treatment to guys that are, uh, you know, because you, when you look at a, a lot of the times, too, those guys in the bottom of the depth chart, those are the guys that potentially in the future could be those guys, right? There's that cycle that, that constantly goes on, but uh, – Okay, you got some? Yeah, I was just going to ask you, kind of on that trainer and coach uh, topic, how does yep. your approach go, like, so let's say going into an official practice now at Saginaw, rather yep. than you're going you're going to a high school and you're taking you're, you're getting three kids. You know, you, you have to approach it, I, I would assume, pretty differently because um, you're going to have a wider variety of kids and different skill sets and different things yep. that you're going to have to focus on where if there's two or three kids, you really can break down and be very personal with that. Yeah. So the the biggest difference is, man, I tell guys all the time, like the difference between college and the training world is I get to spend two to three hours on just receiver play. I ain't got to worry about 707. I ain't got to worry about team. I ain't got to worry about practice periods. I ain't got to worry about, you know what I'm saying? You will get, you know, about practice. Hey, coach, practice. Talking about you know, practice. Practice. You know what I mean? So it's like we get to like craft blue until we in the face. Whereas, you know, the NCAA and the college, you know, it's rules and regulations. You know what I'm saying? And so, of course, I always got to take a different approach because, again, in college, I get 15 minutes of envy. So I got to maximize drills on top of drills right. and isms and examples and combined drills could only get 15 minutes versus in wideout tech. I get umpteen hours. You know, we can be out there to the sun up, sun down. Oh, yeah. And so when I'm approaching those type of kids, you know what I mean? Of course, in the college realm, I'm approaching of how I can help you and what Saginaw Valley can do for you as far as, you know, your dreams and aspirations and what our program and what particularly myself how I can help you accomplish those things. I call myself the bridge. I'm just a bridge to where you're trying to go. And I'm a maximize you to where you're trying to go. So I, I just, I, I'm just a walking bridge. You know what I'm saying? To where, where, however I can serve you to get you where you need to go. Rather, than, uh, And that's coming through genuine love. And guess what? Sometimes it's tough love. Why? Because you told me what you wanted to do. So it's my priority. The moment you come out your mouth, I'm going to hold you accountable. And sometimes <laughs> I got to get what I need out of you. Because you don't know what you don't know. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. I have a I have a way of making that connection to get you where you need to go. So that's really the biggest difference where I can kind of be a little bit more intimate um, in the college because I got 15, 16, 17 guys all year round that I'm like, I'm probably old enough to be their father. I'm only 33, but I'm old enough to be a big <laughs> uncle, big brother. For, you know what I'm saying? Versus yeah. in, the, in the wide out tech world, 
I kind of, you know what I'm saying? I build genuine relationships and it's ongoing, but it's on the day to, it's not on the day-to-day thing, you know what I'm saying? Versus the right. college guys, I'm talking to mom, I'm talking to pops, I'm talking about their life and things like that. Where, you know, the training side, I may only get a, a few days or, or a moment with them, you know what I'm saying? Or moments with them versus, you know what I'm saying? So that's the biggest difference where right. I can be a lot more intimate in yeah. college and then in training. That's a, that's a good angle too. I like that because yeah. um, not that you're not like per se, like invested in these guys' careers that you do train, yeah. which I'm sure you yeah. are, but being that um, really involved with the family and the other aspects of their life, that's gotta be like, like you're right there with those guys. You're, you're going through yeah. that process right with them. So that's, that's gotta be, you know, exciting, nerve wracking, especially when they're trying to take that next step to the next level. Um, yes. And so that's something I want to talk to you about too, is because yeah. uh, an opportunity that you guys had for your players back in March, you guys had the pro mm-hmm. day for a lot of the D2 athletes and got some like serious looks. Like these are not like pity looks from NFL teams that uh, come out there. Yeah. CFL, I believe there were some other representatives there as well, but yeah. like you had a lot of teams show off for that. How important is that to have that representation and like to show again, like it all kind of goes back to recruiting. Like we yeah. have guys that translate to the next level and NFL programs yeah. know that and acknowledge yeah. that. Man, I think it's huge, man. Like I said, um, so when I came out of uh, Saginaw Valley, um, um, Grand Valley used to kind of host that thing um, when I came out in, in, oh, yeah. in 2012. And so they used to host it. So then they stopped opening it up to the conference. And so people had to find spots where so this year with Coach Brady, you know, he had that creative idea where it's like we need to you know, create a platform for our guys. You know, we got the guys, we got the talent, you know, and they just need to uh, to get in front of you know um the right people in order to to further their careers and uh and so you know a couple of our coaches coach lynch and a handful of our coaches on our staff made it happen you know what i'm saying and, and build some relationships over time and that's why relationships is key and so um providing that platform is big man it it it, it makes you it makes you feel like it's enhanced reach you know what i'm saying like you know versus you know you feeling you feeling like um you can't get close enough you know what I'm saying? For that next level, you know what I mean? And things like that. So I think it provides hope. I think it provides uh, a lot more um, hunger, desire, you know what I mean? Things like that. And, and, and you know, whatever that dream was, now it's becoming a reality, you know, it's still a process and things like that, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, work is only I, getting started, right? Yeah. It, it's, just, it's just getting started, you know what I mean? And so uh, for the serious and the guys who you know that we recruit and we provide these platforms, right? Like I said, we try, I'm trying to change the narrative of selling you something. I'm just, at the end of the day, I'm just here. I'm just showing you what this university, this program and myself can do for you. You know what I'm saying? To get you further along, you know what I'm saying? To where you're trying to go, you know? So yeah, it's, it's we, had, uh, we had a left tackle that was there and uh, Peyton Mojo, I don't know if you uh, would recognize yeah, him yeah, at all, but he just got a chance. Yeah, so he just got a chance. Uh, he's down in Birmingham right now because he signed with the New Orleans Breakers in the USFL. So that was something that, like, getting in front of those scouts for him, uh, we had him in a safety, Brady Hansen, that went down to that pro day. And that was, they had talked about, that was huge for them because, like, preparing for that and kind of getting in that mindset and everything, um, obviously two guys that want to play at that next level, Peyton getting a chance is huge. I want to say you guys had a linebacker get a chance uh, in the pros as well recently. Oh, yeah, just recently, man. Yeah, he's over there uh, with Edmonton. Um, yeah. Eskimos, man. That's right. So- so it's, it's, it's big. The Elks over there, man. So, yeah, that's very Victor Abraham. Um, yeah, Abraham. That's the name. Yeah. Yep. He just got signed uh, two days ago. You know what I'm saying? Sick. They got a preseason game coming up, man. So, you know, um, he had a few NFL teams interested in him. But, you know, um, like I said to me, you know, um, CFL is the next best thing to the NFL outside of these, you know, the US, UFL and things like that. These other little leagues that they create. Yep. I'm just in Godfathers. Of uh, that, that, the yeah, profession. CFL, CFL obviously more established right now and uh, just kind of like a more secure option. Like, yep. we would, we'd like to think the USFL would like to stick around. I like spring football, but um, dude, if that league collapses in two weeks, like, nobody Man. knows, nobody knows, hey, shit. Like, <laughs> yep, no, for sure, you know what I mean. And so, that's why you know, you are always trying to find, you know, don't get me wrong, those things, those opportunities, I tell guys all the time, those opportunities just your resume, you know, your film is your resume, where you've yep. been. I mean, things like that. So, you know, if you got that opportunity, still rack up your film and, and making plays and, you know, um, the NFL and and uh, the CFL, you know, hopefully, you know, they're able to, you know, reach out to you and provide your opportunity as well. For sure. And hey, they're not playing with scrubs. We talked to uh, uh, our boy DeAndre. He was telling us a story about Peyton and he was like, he was just, uh, you know, chopping it up with this dude down there talking about, he's like, oh, he's from Alabama. Like, that's cool. And they get in the elevator and this kid looks at the kid standing next to Peyton and he like tugs at his dad's sleeve and he's like, dad, like, that's Bo Scarborough. Like, 
these are like I didn't know like the caliber of player. Obviously, in the USFL kind of ranges a lot of dudes that are maybe a, like a, a few inches too short or you know step too yeah. slow, or whatever. But like they've got some dudes in that league. That was kind of eye opening oh, for sure. me. And 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 and, and in guys that that that's been somebody that's been five stars that's been then won the uh, national oh, yeah. champion on those power five type teams and things like that. So, you know, it, you know, the, the NFL only going to hold so many people. So, you know, you find that next best opportunity, you know, things like that. So, um, but yeah, man, they got some superstar names some big boy names and things like that. So, um, but I, you know, I, I like these, these guys are creating more platforms to get guys more noticed. You know yeah. what I mean? Cause you know, you're, you're a play away, you're opportunity away, you know, Always. things like that. So, so I just tell guys, you know, when you got those moments, man, I get guys, you know, whether they um, semi-pro, um, whether they arena teams. I get all type of guys that come from me for training, you know what I mean? But I also give them the professionalism, like, you know, if you're trying to take this professional, you know, serious, this ain't this ain't like, you know what I mean, where this a hobby. You know, I tell guys, like, this is a lifestyle for me. Like, I, you know, I tell guys, and when I, when I coach, like, this ain't coaching for me. This, this is the way of life for me. You know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, I wake up different. My intentions is different. And so if you're trying to pursue and maximize yourself, um, you're going to have to make it a lifestyle. You're going to have to make some big boy sacrifices and, and all that things, you know what I'm saying, to accomplish that goal. You know, so coach, I tell guys. Uh, coach, I am equal parts ready to run through this drywall over here and get yeah. out a notebook and start writing down what you're saying, like. I don't know hey, which one. I might. I might do either. Like I, I honestly don't even know. <laughs> hey, man, I'm, I'm ready to go now, man. No, I, I definitely appreciate it, man. I get guys all the time. Like I said, um, I remember Coach Brady asked me uh, on my interview. He said, um, he said, "What's the?" He said, "What's the um, the best quality about you?" I said, "My ability to connect. I can connect with the inner city kid. I can connect with the farm." Bony kid, you know what I'm saying? No <laughs> kid, the northern kid, the southern kid, you know what I mean? And that God gave me that gift to um, the ability to connect with people. And he asked me again, he said, So what's your he said, what's your worst um trait about yourself? So sometimes I care too much. You know what I mean? I'm willing, like, you know, I, I I'm too invested, you know what I'm saying? And it's like I gotta find that that happy medium, you know what I'm saying? Because again, I'm here to serve young men. I'm here to make young men to grown men, you know what I'm saying? And and not just you know, I'm a big advocate of, you know, preaching, you know what I'm saying? Not just preaching what I live, but live what I preach. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. That's a hard task. That's pressure. You know what I'm saying? But I'm big on that because my biggest fear is to be a public success and a private failure. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, whatever I'm doing in the world, you know what I'm saying? I got to make sure I'm doing it at home in my private life. You know, my private and my public life is the same. It's not like separate, you know? Yeah. So I'm always about that mentor part of things like that. I, I like receiver play. I'm good at it. I can teach. I can develop. But that ability to connect with people, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 my greatest gift. I love that, man. Hey, coach, yeah, you got some fans out of us, coach. We yeah, appreciate yeah. you, man. Yeah, you hey, right. coach, man. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, appreciate you, coach. Definitely consider you a friend of the pod. No, no, that's up to Kobe. But oh uh, no, come on, like I said, a we, friend of the pod. Just got some coaches got some fans out of us. All right, and I, uh, you probably hey, don't. Here, this is a while man. ago. That's what two years ago now. But I got a chance to chop it up with you at Northwood on a yes. visit one time. Yeah, and I was just looking at the schedule. I think it's November fifth. You guys come up here to play in the big to play in the dome next fall. So I'm looking forward to it. Definitely yeah. looking forward to uh, oh, yeah. talking to you for a little bit. You know, all three of us yeah. for sure. Oh, for sure, man. Let's 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 do that, man. Hopefully, we can capture a moment. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, yeah. and, and y'all platform for sure. Yeah, but coach, seriously, like I said, cannot say thank you enough. You're the man. Um, yes, dude. Appreciate time it. flies. We get guys like you on here, and time flies, man. Hey, look, man, I'm, hey, man, I can do this all day long, man. <laughs> hey, yep. I know. Yeah. I, yeah, I, can I can listen to it all day long. That's the thing. Yeah, no, nah, for sure, man. Go. Yeah, man, I, I love what, what I do, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's my purpose in life, man. It's a calling, man. This ain't a hobby to me. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I wake up every day uh, trying to be the best version of myself and then help others to become the best version of themselves, man. So uh, that's, what, that's what wakes me up, man. That's what moves me. You know what I'm saying? It's just the vehicle is football, and I get to do it through the game I love. You know what I'm saying? That helped me expose me to the world. You know, I'm an inner city kid from Detroit, man. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. You know, but you know, I, I don't think coaching was my my dreams and aspirations, but it was my calling. You know what I'm saying? Once yeah. I became aware, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so this 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 is a lifetime for me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm gonna continue to strive and, and serve young men. Hell yeah, coach! Hey, never change, yeah, coach. Hey, man, right. never change. Yeah. You're the man. Yeah, I appreciate man. you. Have a good yes, night. Sir. We'll be in touch, coach. All right, man. Appreciate y'all boys, man. Y'all boys be blessed, man. Continue to, 
you know what I'm saying, uh, continue to, you know, pour into this platform that y'all are doing while being athletes, you know what I'm saying, and just remember that, uh, you know, football is, you know, is what you do, it's not who you are, you know what I'm saying, so spend more time, you know what I'm saying, making sure that, you know, uh, you're investing in yourself as the aspect of what you're attached to, and that's ball, right, you know what I'm oh, saying, yeah. sure. so make sure you continue to invest in yourselves. Thank you, sir. Oh, yeah. All right, Coach. We'll see All you, right, man. man. I appreciate you. Appreciate y'all. How about Coach Mason, man? He was the dude. Like, that was – I did not expect that conversation to go as long as it was. But, like, man, if I can say I wish that we could have him on, like, for the entire pod. We got a bunch of really good stuff to talk about, too. But, like, that was awesome. I really enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, he could have had his own episode, for sure. Dude, like, yeah. he actually like, – yeah. like, a whole episode just – yeah, Duke could borderline. He, he should be hosting his own podcast. Is yeah, that what incredible. we pitch? Is that what we pitch next time to Coach yeah, Mason? Yeah, next time he comes on, we'll be like, "Hey, man, like you should start like talking about wide out tech on your own podcast." That's what I'm saying. Like, you we could really, we could do one R involved with uh, the the wide out yeah, tech podcast. Yeah. I think I'd like that. I'd like you know, that. I, I Get feel, a little DPJ and KJ on yeah. there. Yeah. And uh, I think I kind of dropped. I kind of dropped the ball. I didn't even tell him I was a wide receiver. Didn't even tell him. That. You didn't make the move. You made the move. Didn't tell him. But coach, if you're if you're listening, I'm a wide receiver. Just let me know if you got any tips for me. So. Yeah, break down. Yeah, break down the film. Huh? Yeah, I gotta got send him my film. Yeah. Start crunching. You start crunching the film. Um, but fellas, we're gonna get right into this NFL talk. And Tom Brady broke social media yet again. And I will say, for as much as I wouldn't say I like Tom Brady very much, uh, I'm not a hater, as Cade would uh, consider himself a hater. But the way that this man handles social media is unlike anyone else. He controls social media, and he does a very good job of it. And whether or not this video we're about to watch is fake Let's or see. real. It's a sick-ass video, and we're, we're going to leave it at that. Let's pull it up. Let's have the, the viewers watch this as we watch this here. So he says, we're filming Tom Brady in a golf course using an FEV drone, and then this <laughs> happened. No like, way, come dude. on, like, dude. How? That's looking good. How? That's, that's in the, in the hole. hole. That's in the hole. That's, that's it. it. This is the real audio. That's it. That's it. Well, like, watch the clip here. How, what, would he really clip. be reacting like that if he didn't watch, get it in the hole? Watch like, the drone. On. This, is my this clip is unreal. Okay, you got the Seriously, ball. it's not Look real. <laughs> Watch this, Jimmy. Watch the ball bounce. It does look a little... That looks a little sketch. That looks official. And this is my thing. Where is he teeing off from? How the <laughs> hell is that a whole... Is he playing from the women's tees? He's playing in the middle of the fairway. Is he in the fairway? Look, wait, keep going. You'll there's, see at the there's very end. Right there. Watch, there's Jimmy, right there. Jimmy, watch. You'll see at the very end. There's a little... There, you can see well, a little group partying in the, in the well, drone maybe, shot. Or maybe it was just like a crazy... It, that, there it, is it, a little it was a fairway shot. It must not have been left. a hole in one. It must have been a fairway. No, shot. they said hole in one. But that, that, that was, doesn't make that any was, sense. Then like, that's what I'm saying. It's wild. wild. Uh, uh, to comment, this the looks way, like a beautiful golf course. It does also way. look beautiful. I mean, but look, the way that it does Why? hit the See, pin and knock it. right There's, in. That's the middle of the fairway. That's <laughs> <laughs> the middle of the fairway. What is he doing? Yeah, I think could have gone to a par three and edited it. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I I'm gonna go ahead and change my mind. Listen, like. Maybe the shot was like real, but like that wasn't hole in one. Like he's in the middle of the fairway. <laughs> like, <laughs> they even moved the pins up to make it look wait, like wait, he's wait, 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 but does that say hole in one though? That just says it, that just says that's why you shoot every shot. That's why you film every shot. That's he, a good question. He did didn't they, he didn't say hole in one. Did he actually one? claim hole well, in they, one? Well, you, I mean, that's, I that's the question. I think we all assume that oh, he put it up. It's a hole in one. I don't think it ever specified that it was a hole Here, in one. I I'll think look it was up. just I'll I think it was just a really cool Here shot. Ready, ready. Tom Brady hole in one, and I guarantee that shit pulled. Yeah. So see, he doesn't he doesn't actually claim that it was a hole in one, which is true. I don't think he ever did it does not here claim it is that. josh allen isn't buying tom brady's home one that's exactly what i wanted to talk about next was josh allen called bullshit yeah that's exactly what i wanted to talk about what, next what so does, he everyone's saying home one everyone fox what, what, sports fox news it does. everyone says hole in one like are, are they all brainwashed yeah but okay but does tom brady say it was a hole in one because if he's the one that's saying it's a hole in one then it's obviously a lie because he's in the middle of the fairway but yeah I don't I, know. the video doesn't say anything about hole in one Dude. It was, it looked like it was a great shot, but it, it might be fake. I don't know, but Tom yeah. Brady fooled a lot of people with this definitely fake golf shot. Like, why is he faking it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I will say this would not be the first time that Tom has pulled some type of trickery on social media. Right? We've seen uh, he works with a very talented director that I follow on Instagram. Is with some very talented visual effects artists, and we've got a couple other examples, some stuff that he's posted in the past. This is uh, the first one that I want to watch, and I want you to see if I go back to the beginning here. Watch this one; it's kind of sick. Throwing to Edelman here, comes across the middle. Wait a minute, he's back. Pretty simple, and then you're like, oh my gosh, this is kind of sick. This is a really cool video. This is a sick edit. There's a cool song in the background, and right here, too. look at. I forgot what song it was, but it's a cool song. And it song. just loops. 
Yeah, we don't we don't have the song up yeah. uh, for copyright reasons, but it just looks. It's so clean. Oh, just so smooth. And this one, obviously, like, you're not so trying. Smooth. This isn't trying to be real, right? We, everybody oh, knows man. this is a, a, an altered video. But it's absolutely sick either way. Yeah. So I, I just I use these videos. I got one more for you, to pull up for you guys. It's a little bit more blatantly fake. Um, but I use these videos to say, like, he's definitely, him and his team are definitely capable of pulling off some shenanigans like this. Right? Can we can we agree oh, on yeah. that? Dude, Brady could have the best media team in the world for all we know. Exactly. Like, what is the... Uh, actually, second best to Manzo Media. <laughs> that takes the cake out of them all. It's the supreme leader of media I, uh, groups, Manzo Media. Follow him on Instagram, Manzo underscore media. I appreciate the Is that the out. correct handle? Yeah, Manzo underscore media yeah, is... Give him a follow. Is correct, Jim. I appreciate that. You need some that. wedding photos. You need some baby shower photos. You got a guy. You got a guy. <laughs> You're the man, Jim. Uh, I got one more, one more video for us to check out. Jim, are you ready for this one? Yeah. All right, so here we are. He's I, think, I actually think this is real. I actually think this Jimmy, is real. Jimmy, you are out of your mind. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I'm okay, kidding. Relax. Relax. Throws it into the jugs. It shoots back, and you're like, wow. Again? Oh, my goodness. He's not going to do Oh, backing up now. Knocks over the jugs machine, launches it into the air. <laughs> At the same Let's place, go. he just posted another fake video. Yeah, exactly. But it's... And like I, I, what I don't understand is like people actually bought this for like a day, like there were there were a few people out there, a few slappies people on the old still Twitter. Believe it. <laughs> that's a sh- that's a shitty thing about it, no, dude. They do not. Yes, they do. I uh, guarantee I, I, you, some jag off in New England's like, look at pay, <laughs> look at Brady did in New England. Yeah, I guess, I mean, this was just when he was in New England. This is uh, still that's that video is like, from. You got. I mean, everyone in New England still loves Brady. I mean, yeah, I would, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I, I just, like I said, I brought up those videos just to show, like, dude, the guys that he's working with are uber talented. And, like, this, you know, while it was a great shot, uh, probably, maybe, do we even know if it was a great shot? Like, um, either way, like, the, well, the, the editing. They had, they had the, to move it into the middle of the fairway. Exactly. But either way, like, the editing on that, even if it is fake, like, that is a clean video. That FPV drone shot yeah, following like, the ball through the air is wild. That's what you need to do with our golf. Dude, if we ever, I, I cannot do that. I don't, I don't have the, the skills. I can't even get my, I have a drone like that. For those of you who uh, are watching this and I just saw that video, the kind of the, the drone, what that looked like. I do have a drone like that. I've not gotten it to work. I'm not like electronically. Uh, connected just, with it. Yeah. That's like some avatar shit. Yeah. Connected with it. I don't know, but <laughs> they are making new avatar. You see that? They are, dude. I'm pumped about that. Uh, yeah. That'll be pretty sweet. Um, but kind of moving on, on to our, our next little topic here. Do we want to go? Let's go Kaepernick first. Uh, Talk yeah. about Kaepernick. So, Coward Kaepernick, he got to work out with the Raiders. The workout happened yesterday as we're recording this on Thursday. It happened on Wednesday in Las Vegas. I will say what also is worth noting is that Cap played college ball in Nevada. Right? You remember he's from Nevada? Yep. So, not to say it's like a hometown thing because I looked it up. It's like six hours away from, I believe it's Reno is where that uh, Nevada, like University of Reno is. Um, so, it's not exactly like a hometown thing, like a homecoming type deal. Um, but... Still kind of worth noting. Pretty cool. I feel like the Raiders are also kind of like that, um, like the second chance you almost. The land of misfit toys. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like there's like, all right, so you see what you can do. All right, yeah. come in here and see what you can do. All right, exactly. you're not good enough. All right, see ya. Exactly. Which like for me. And sometimes they work out, you know? Yeah. And you never know. And that's the thing for me is that it, it looks like a win-win situation. I, I don't see a way for the Raiders at least, where this really fails. Unless Kaepernick, say, in a hypothetical world, he does get signed to the team, he comes in, if he makes some very bold, outlandish claim about, you know, something, which I don't, I really don't think he would. He's got his time in the spotlight. He's made his point. Um, and I don't think he would come in and, and try and jeopardize his career like that if he is serious about playing. I think this is a win-win for them. Let him compete. If he's good enough to earn a job, which I'm kind of air on the side of Jimmy here, not as strongly, but I do think that I don't know if he has enough good football in him to really even compete in this league. Um, But if he does, let him earn a job. I'm assuming also the boost to the business would be fantastic for the Raiders. Mm. It could be somewhat polarizing, but the world, I think, is a lot different than it was in 2016. I agree. I just just think that there's more people that... Oh, my bad. You're good. There's more people that... uh, (laughs) Just with the whole thing, we're, like, and I'm just saying this as like a not my personal, but just saying it as like a yeah. world. More people are just like disappointed and like down rather than people siding with Kaepernick, which is the reason why he eventually yeah. was banned or suspended. Yeah, and I will NFL. say, um, oh, you got hand raised. Pause. Hughes out of the league because he sucks. 
That's why he's out of the league. Sucks. I mean, obviously, he kind of got. Yeah, Jimmy, he kind of. He kind of did. You cannot, he kinda you cannot did. say that, dude. You cannot I, I say a, that. I have his career stats right here. Okay, so a Kate, month, when, you, oh, sorry, Kate, continue to talk. I'm sorry. What? I just. Go I can't. Go I, ahead. He was I will, not. I was, will say this. I. I. He. Cap, he's an NFL quarterback. Jimmy's playing the Super yeah. Bowl. Oh, you yeah. can't say he, he sucks, dude. He yeah. had a couple really, really good Jimmy, years. Listen, I'm looking at his stats right now. You can't. Okay, so really good years. He doesn't suck. Uh, he. It's 2022. He sucks now. Okay, but Jimmy, so you're saying because okay, because on, he's in the NFL, on. he's not okay. in the NFL because yeah. because nothing had to do with anything else but other than he sucks. Yeah, clarify. Let me clarify, okay. Jimmy. Do you want his last? Jimmy, before you you go, his last no, year in the league, no. his stats were no, no. Before you go, I'd like to I'd like to say this. We want to clarify so I don't piss off anybody listening to this yeah. podcast. You're saying he sucks now, not that when he was no. 2016. That's okay. Thank well, he, you. He was that's really all, bad in 2016. He was horrible. Oh, he, okay, can I read him? Can I read you guys his stats? Go for it. Because I mean, obviously, I do, I really do feel bad for Colin Kaepernick. Like he like he kind of got he got gypped. You know, he did. There we go. Thank you. No, know, he did. He did. He did. Like I'm, his last year in the league, he went one in ten. Fifty nine completion percentage. Like, one in ten, like two thousand yards, sixteen touchdowns, four picks. Like one in ten. That's not. That's not. Stafford's well, like, gone one and ten. Terrible. Like, that's not. I terrible. know, but like, dude, you say like he was awful. That's not awful. That's one year. I know. That's a four. Then, to, like, that's a four to one touchdown interception ratio. A like, completions percentage of sixty percent. But you guys, dude, like, Kaepernick like, was like, a good man. I, I, at I know, one but like, point, I'm like, I, I know he, he did was, not but suck. dude, yeah, he did. <sighs> Cap, right. he, he was good for like two or three years. Jimmy's dude. opinion on this topic may be voided because I don't. I just don't understand it. I just don't think he's good. I'll say right now, he was good for a couple years. Like, I just. I'm not, bought, I'm just not bought in. I'm really not. I will say right now, I was going to say earlier, but I didn't, I was saving it. The NFL has been doing a better job at getting guys, if you're good enough, you're fine that's placing the team. Yeah. Think about, the best example is a kid that we know well in our conference, Bernhardt. Yeah. The dude's a freaking baller. And guess what he's doing? He's, play, he's on an NFL roster at the moment. He's right. So with Kaepernick, if he can come on there, I can tell you right now he's not taking Derek Carr's spot. No, we know that. And even and, and you, but, you but say the thing backup, is, yeah, they have Jared Sidham as a backup right now from the Patriots, who's a decent quarterback. He hasn't played in a while, that's a thing. And no, he hasn't. And the, and but would you rather would you rather have a guy where um maybe Kaepernick comes in and is, is knock on knock on wood, you know, maybe he's a great locker room guy. You know, you know, maybe he's that's bringing great vibes. He's, that's and maybe... actually what he has said on, um, not to cut you off here, but that's what he said um, on this this interview that he did is that it, he says, my 2016, my last, 2016 season, excuse me, my last year, my teammates voted me most courageous and inspirational player is what he said. So when you're talking about people that are in the building that has never come out, I've been a distraction. No. And so the people, also his coaches have endorsed him as being a good locker room guy. He also said I'm that. I'm not like Team Kaepernick by no, any means. I just... I just support the guy getting an he opportunity. Al- yeah, he also said that he's not he's not coming in to to be like, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna be the number one guy. He's like, I'll come in and be a backup. Yeah, he said that in, a, in an interview. He said I'll come in and be a backup. Which is if important. you come in and backup Derek Carr, I mean, Derek Carr's had his history. Mm-hmm. We all know what happens, with Derek Carr. He, he, he could either be really up here, you know, way down here, but having some at least experience. And like you said, he hasn't played in six six years, which is tough, tough especially being a quarterback. So yeah, live, at, at, at live that looks point, are not at that the same, point it comes sure. down to you know what's he what, what's he asking for money? Yep. What's Stidham? What's what's Stidham's contract like? Could he be a third string guy, a practice squad? You know, something where he's still involved. Yeah, is or, he willing to? Is he willing to take on that role? Would be really. That's interesting. And, well, that's why and, I won't say he's, he, he he sucks. Maybe he's. I don't think he's gonna be playing the NFL. No. I don't think he'll get snapped. I think he will be involved in some way. Agreed. And I mean he's thirty four. Like we know that he's playing but like you know we don't the know. argument the argument I mean to be like look at Tom Brady, whatever. Like people can do it. Physically it is possible. Um a really good quote from him that I thought was he talks about this is quote you have end race talking about the NFL. You have end racism in the back of your end zone. You have Black Lives Matter on your helmet. Everything I've said should be in alignment with what you're saying publicly. It's a sixteen billion dollar business. When I first took a knee my jersey went to number one. When I did a deal with Nike, their value increased by six billion. Six billion with a B. The dude is hey. very confident in his own abilities. Yeah, that was a mic drop moment. Mm-hmm. He's been waiting this. He's been he's been holding that one in. Dude has been holding that in. Um, and he's, not, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. The Nike campaign that they did with him, although very polarizing with a lot of people because of the time where it did come out, did numbers. And that's why Nike's not, 
Nike, you know? Dude, exactly. And, like, those brands and those teams, it all kind of comes back full circle. Those teams that take risks are often in the headlines, but more often than not, a lot of those will pay off. And it doesn't have to be, like, Colin Kaepernick steps in and leads the Vader or the Vaders, the Las Vegas Raiders to a Super Bowl. Like, that's not... Realistic. Nobody, nobody's saying that. Like, nobody's saying And that. it's not realistic. No, it's not realistic. We can agree on that. Like I said, the dude's 34. But for me, it goes back to my original point when we talked about it in the intro. It's a win-win for me. You let the guy come in. You let him compete for a spot. If he sucks, get rid of his ass. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right? Especially, we can, especially, yeah. especially if his teammates are saying he's a high-character guy. Yeah. I think the most important thing of any football player is to earn the respect of your teammates. Yep. 100%. By far, as a quarterback. By far, exactly. As a quarterback. By far the most important thing. Now. Have I have I said a word about Colin Kaepernick's personal life? No, no I, I have no. A, I have a lot of respect for his his activism and what he's trying to accomplish. Right, he's just trying to make the world a better place. That's yep. all he's doing. Yep. I don't think he's good enough to play in the NFL. That's all I was saying. Earlier, I was getting a little fired up. You were. I was using my opinion. Like that's why I'm on. Yeah, I like talking sports. I just don't think he's the guy to play. But that's okay because we're allowed. we're allowed to keep the player and the person separate. Yeah, yeah. and I'm not right? going after him as a person. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're no. 100% right. And that's no. I think that's some what people we do get, good, what, get people get caught up in that, right? Schefter. And that's why that's exactly what I was going to talk about. Is like when that line gets blurred, like a Schefter moment talking about Dwayne Haskins and his struggles or whatever, like that's that line gets blurred, it's never a good thing. No. Right? You can talk about someone in respect to their career and you can talk about someone in respect to their personal life. These things do not overlap in the sake of most conversations. Yeah. Right, there are some direct tie-ins, like using that platform, like when they go back to their communities, like that's a very personal thing to them. But there are a lot of times where those things should not and do not yeah. have overlap. So when you talk about one of them, we just you just have to identify that yeah. it's in respect to that I, part I, of I, their yeah. The la- and the last thing I'll say about the whole thing is that's really what needs to come down here with like the NFL and the Raiders and Kaepernick is like set everything aside. Even though Kaepernick is right, Kaepernick's right that he with the numbers don't lie. Yeah. Right. And and they do have end racism and they do have Black Lives Matter and they are representing the They've become a lot more progressive. Right. In the last and, and, and very uh, vocal and, you know, um, out about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not that, like yeah, further that rather than other years. And another thing is you have like you said, you need to set this aside. If you're the Raiders, you come in here, you, you have no, no name, no face. Come in here, show me you can play. All right, get on the yeah. get your jersey. And if you can play, get him on the team. If yeah. you still, you know what I mean, like whatever. I say, I but. think, I mean, I hope, like I hope that's it. That's what yeah. they would do as yeah. a, as an organization. And yeah, um, uh, kind of finishing on it, like the Raiders have been that team. Like they've, uh, they were the ones I believe to hire the first black assistant coach and like some other some pretty big notable steps as far as uh, equality in football goes. So the Raiders have been that franchise Far on for the a seed while. too. Um, yeah. That's a really good point. I kind of, I already forgot. People already have forgot about that, which is kind of a good thing, right? You don't want like that's it shouldn't even matter. Yeah. It shouldn't it. even matter. Exactly. Yeah. Like people just, I feel like if people accepted football, it. But that was a big thing. I, that was a big thing this year. You know, that was, was a big thing. So the Raiders kind of have been that franchise. So it's good to see that uh, even if they are kind of the oddball, which I feel like the Raiders have always been. Can we agree on that? I feel like the Raiders are always kind of an oddball. Yeah, they're the team. Raiders. <laughs> uh, I, I actually like the Raiders. You know, I do too. I don't mind the Raiders at all. Um, I hope Carr does well. I hope Carr does well too. You know who else I hope does well? Anybody that has to fight Mike Vrabel. <laughs> and boys, let's take a look at what Vrabes have been up to this offseason. Absolutely pummeling this bag. Look at the little slide. Yeah, he got a little movement to him. I'm liking what you I'm see, seeing. If you're a player, dude, like, I love that. See, man. I'm liking what I'm seeing from Vrabes here. Video credit out to uh, my boy... I say my boy, the boy, uh, Taylor Lewan posted this to Twitter. Did he? Yeah, he did. And I love <laughs> this video, dude. It's funny. I mean, I'm just like, he played 14 seasons as a linebacker in oh, the yeah. NFL. And the dude's just got juice. Super Bowl champ multiple like, times. still got juice yeah. in the tank. I absolutely love that, man. Let me get, show the, the viewers one more time here. That little shuffle, the one-two. He come around with that hook. He got that little thing on him. I'm telling you, man. That he's got a little something to that punch. He's got a little movement behind <laughs> him, man. Spice. And you know he's not going 100% in that video. Like, he's got... Oh, no. Dude, if I came oh. down to it, Braves got more in the tank. We know that. Like we were talking like, about earlier. That's my, that's my yeah. question, bro. We can get into it now. If all the NFL coaches are to get into a brawl, one, who's winning, two, top three. We can do a podium. I think I'd we go, should do a podium. All right, I'd go one, Campbell. Drinking the Kool-Aid, but I'm I'm here for Dude, it. Thank you. Two, Mike, two, Vrabel, and three, Mike Tomlin. That's not. That's Let's, not. That's not ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta look up. I gotta look up like every single head. You're coach. not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're just not wrong. But yeah, oh, we're gonna list up, Jim. Yeah, because you know like there it. could be like a 
some random guy we don't know about who like did UFC fighting when he was in college or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think we would kind of know about that. <laughs> hey, hey, who knows? That's why I'm looking <laughs> up. That's why I'm looking it up. That's yeah, exactly but I, I respect I respect those picks though. The Tomlin pick's a good one, even though he's a little bit older. But I mean, he so got a mean mug to him. He does, man, yeah. and he's got it's up here. Mike Tomlin's like one of the m- number one guys I want to play for. Oh, oh yeah. I think it's Mike Tomlin, dude. Are you kidding me? He hasn't had a losing anyone. season. Never. Yeah. It's just wild to me. Like if, if, I'm, if I'm a Steeler, like, all right, let's go, let's go to the playoffs. Let's go to freaking no, this, war. Sorry, this list is not loading. I'm just going to go. Yeah, it's the same thing as Kane. No, that's okay. Who is the uh, – I'm trying to think, though. Like, I don't really think there'd be any other guys. Like, McVay's getting his ass beat. Oh, McVay's done. No. Yeah, I, I guess we could go with – Kyle I mean, Shanahan's getting his ass kicked. Matt LaFleur's getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Freaking, like, I was going to say, who's getting dusted out of the NFL coaches? Belichick, Andy Reid, Pete Carroll—they're all old. Arians, like Bruce Arians. Yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah, that's kind of toast, man. Yeah, they're they toast. are. The Niners' new coach, who is it? The dude's a freaking looks like a little. Uh, oh my gosh, weasel. what is his name, bro? With the glasses, why am I blanking <laughs> on his name right now? It's not McCarthy, is it? Uh, no, it's, no, uh, McCarthy's no, it's Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Um, but by the way, he would get dusted as well. Yeah, I hate. That I feel dude. like that that would do would be all talk. What's his name, dude? Richie. Uh, Let me look that one up because I I'm totally blanking on it, but I the picture is literally yeah, sitting in my a, brain. It's like right migrated now. in my head. <laughs> um, but that that was just something that I wanted to touch on because I think that's always. Hilarious. Oh wait, what's what, what, what's it? What's the what, what team is it? Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, Mike McGlinchey. I'm pretty. Mike sure. McDaniel. McDaniel. Yeah. I knew it was mixed something. A, he's a little dweeb, man. He's a little weasel, <laughs> man. Yeah, he uh, is. Kind of has that look to him. They seem to like him. Uh, they seem to actually like you him. See, you see what he said? You see what he said? No. They're giving out a, a practice player of the week. So that dude gets to wear a special jersey and gets aux for the whole week for practice. Aux? That's sick. Player of the week. That's Damn. actually sick. I, Someone said Juju wants to go there right now. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's awesome. Oh, uh, Dude, I, I, yeah, I don't know much about him as a coach, but they seem to be making some of the like moves that a competent franchise would make. And, right? the, and I feel like they haven't. In recent years, they no, just haven't. That's what that's like nothing the difference. Against, nothing the against difference uh, Brian me. Flores, but you know what I mean. They just didn't. It was. It's not even really him. It was the front office. Yeah, and talk about. I mean, go back to he's with the Steelers now, right? Flores. Flores. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. as like a defensive Assistant analyst something. or something. Yeah. yeah, but like having him on your staff in whatever capacity is huge for them. Mm-hmm. Just another piece, like to the arsenal. I mean, I he's think. coached a hand two seasons worth of games. I know, I agree, and I think he's a pretty respect, well respected guy. And it's, we'll see where that uh, that lawsuit goes. That'll be really interesting to see where. Haven't that Haven't heard goes. much. No, we have not, which is not a good sign because we know the NFL does not play as far as their uh, the legal battles go. But I will say, boys, you know who has beaten the NFL in a legal battle as of late? Division one rejects. No way. Division one rejects. Come on. What happened? Come on. Yeah. Come what on. Happened? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go! Yeah, hell yeah. We get copyright claims when I play these videos on here. Yeah. Little do they know, we're protected by fair use. Fair use? Yeah. I disputed yeah. that claim. Yeah. They got nothing on you us. You don't want to see fair use. He's a bad guy. <laughs> you don't want to see you don't, you don't want to see Kobe Manzo angry, man. Yeah. So it's a scary sight. In all seriousness, we, we <laughs> get these copyright claims on the videos sometimes when we play these videos in studio. And I go on, and I just was kind of like testing the waters with this. And I disputed one of the claims because I thought to myself, I'm like, this should be protected because we're, we're providing commentary and analysis. And it's, it's not like we're taking game footage. We're just watching clips off Twitter. And I got a notification today from YouTube. Mm. Your claim was successful. Oh. The NFL has backed off their infringement on your video. Hey, NFL. We won. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to say. Yeah. Who are these ones out? We won. Uh, All right. Take uh, it. We pretty much got more money than USFL. The did. USFL uh, couldn't beat the NFL in legal uh, battles. We could. We freaking did it, boys. We did it. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. We did it, boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah baby. That's what ones yeah. were falling before us. You're going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I just I just thought of that, and that was really funny to me earlier today oh, when yeah. I, when I got that notification. I was pretty oh, proud. Oh yeah, beat the case. We did for real. Um, more than Gunna can say. Uh, hey, young dog. <laughs> don't forget about slime. For sure. For sure. Uh, let's talk college football here as we kind of wrap things up with our last topic of the day. Lincoln Riley, fellas, he's building something in Cali. Mm, USC. Mm, mm, mm. USC got a good one. Jimmy, you're ready to – you look like you're poised to say something. Yeah, um, I saw something on Twitter today. Actually, Kobe uh, informed me of this earlier. He offered a 13-year-old earlier. Is that true? He did. 13 years old. Ding, I, mean, ding, 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 ding. I mean, that offer doesn't really mean a lot, you know, because, like, obviously yeah, – like, this kid's obviously a stud, like, of course. But like, yeah. But, like, he's if, 13, you were to, bro, if you were to see like, me play what? in seventh grade, like, I'm pretty much like Lamar Jackson. Okay. 
I think that is a stretch. Maybe you like, were a dual threat. He was dual threat. I can verify. Seen the kid play. Lamar is a stretch and a half. Like, all right, then, like, a. You ain't LJ era, bro. <laughs> I was. <laughs> no, he was not. All right, I just want this. All right, we're going to go to the video now, and uh, Jimmy launches right into it. But I wanted to say, like, USC, they're making some moves right now. We'll talk about those in a second. They're not only focused on the present, boys. They're looking into the future. They've reportedly offered a quarterback by the name of Reagan Toki. He's in the class of 2027, wrapping up seventh grade right now. Let's take a look at the take a look at the boy here. See what he's working with. The this kid, is the kid slings it. I mean, the kid's yeah, beast. he's got like, to look at him. He's thirteen. Like that's ridiculous. The throwing motion looks smooth. Like the way that ball comes out. Yeah, dude. Actually, looks really nice. I cannot even lie to you there. But like, how soon is too soon? Like, and then this is my thing. Why is he doing that as a seventh grader, bro? Like, drop back in the pocket like every other seventh grader. But dude, he's, he looks like a stud. So yeah, this kid's I will say, his nose. <laughs> I will say he led his, uh, you know, whatever his team is, like his youth team to the equivalent of a national championship for their age, gra- uh, age group. Yeah, he's raw. It's incredible, yeah. Don't I mean, get me wrong. Yeah. But like, you can't, like, you're not going to be at USC going yeah. like this, dude. Like, <laughs> backpedaling your job. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sam running on the side. Better yet, wait yeah. till he's, he's like dual 16. threat, man. Wait, Look at him go. Wait till he go. plays a game in high school before you offer him. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, no, that's very true. I don't know if there's like more to this that we're you know we're not seeing or whatever. Um, but like obviously Lincoln and the boys know what they're doing. But this is interesting, like to say in the least. This is very interesting. I just wanted to, I wanted imagine, to get our, imagine, our pulse like, on that. It's a little different because we're Division two, but imagine if Nystrom was calling up like the Marquette seventh graders. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I, heard you, I heard you got a set over there at the middle school. Like, no, like, I mean, it's a lot different because we're like, you know what I mean? But Yeah, they're not getting full rides here. It's not here. that yeah. different. I mean, it's college football. But what, yeah. what's Lincoln Riley watching a 13-year-old yeah, dude, for, like, man? What? That's the thing. Do you think Lincoln Riley has even laid eyes on this kid? Does Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, excuse me, even know Reagan Toke? Does he know that name? If I walked up to Lincoln right now and said Reagan Toke, you'd be like, do we really know it's an offer to like, we, we could just be blowing. Like, exactly. Blowing everyone else is in the media. And that's what we said in the beginning. Like, how much does an offer mean, like, these days? I, we've talked about teams. Tennessee in the spring. This is in the spring of 2019. So this is three years ago now. You know how many offers they had out? And I will, I'll preface it by saying this. In a signing class at Division One FBS level, you're allowed to bring in 25 new signees. That can be from out of high school, transfers, whatever, right? Awarding scholarships to every, walk-ons. Every like, yeah, 25 is like the new. That's at least unless the rules have changed since then. Um, but that that is what kind of like the, the standard has been. You know, if you have 25 scholarships to give, how many offers, air quotes, offers do you think that the volunteers gave out in that twenty. It was like seventy five. Several it? hundred. I would. You bet. think seventy five? Uh, several hundred. Uh, Jimmy is closer than you are, for sure. It's like three hundred. It's pretty close. It was around like two hundred and seventy, so, if my numbers were correct. So if I if I remember correctly. How, bro? I wrote a whole paper on it because I just remember seeing that stat and it was wild. It's ridiculous. It's unreal. So that's why I kind of go back to like the fact of we don't know if that offer's real. We don't know if a lot of offers are real. We've had, we've had kids on the podcast, and I'm not going to out kids, but we've had kids on the podcast that I've seen them get offers to some very big, like, even some, like, SEC-type schools, like, Blue Blood-type schools, and they end up still playing, like, really high-level football, Division One football, but not at these places. And you look back at kids like that, instances like that, and all the respect in the world to those guys, love those guys, love having them on. It's happened multiple times, but I look at that and I say, to myself at least, what fell through? Like, at what point was that offer pulled away? Because we know you didn't go here by choice. Like, you would have much rather been at A, B, C, or D, right? So, going through that process, I would love to talk with someone, and that would require someone to be very open and very candid about the process, but I would love to talk with someone I feel like it would have to be somebody, like, that we've talked to, and then they get graduate. Yep, or moved on. Yeah. Moved on, for sure. So, I I think that's a conversation that needs to be had eventually, because that'd be really interesting. A lot of these schools can just flake out, and they use that because they justify that by saying, at any point in time, a kid can decommit from an offer. So why can't we have that same privilege and be able to pull that offer away? That's the justification behind that, which in some aspects of regards does make sense. But man, that's not is it the abused. right reasons though. They're not using it in the right. It's reasons. abused. Yeah. It's hundred percent abused. Um, but let's talk more about the Trojans. They only won four games last year, guys. Yeah, yeah. Really? That face exactly. Yeah. Nobody knows that. I think everyone's already forgotten that they won four games last year. But it looks like things are going to be changing in a big way under Coach Riley. Now, a senior writer at ESPN. 
He's got them, dude. If there's like Kool-Aid, this dude's finished it, made another batch, and then downed it. Oh, God, let's hear it. He has them at fourth in his way too early top 25 rankings for the college football season. Who's their starting quarterback this year? Slovis? Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Oh, oh, oh I'm sorry. Yeah. Caleb Williams, of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, where'd Jackson Dart go? Uh, it was Ole Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. Because Tyshawn, right. Tyshawn called that one. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, shout out Ty King. Even after he was posted up with Lane yeah. Kiffin, right? That yeah. picture that we had. Yeah. yeah, that was hilarious, dude. That was so funny. Um, But, yeah, so, dude, fourth. I, I cannot wrap my head around that. And That's looking at these, these rankings here, number one, he's got Alabama. Number two, he's got Ohio State. Number three, he's got Georgia. You're like, this list is pretty standard, run Clemson. of the mill. Wait, number four is USC? We'll number, say this, though. number five is A&M. Number six is Utah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Whoa. Didn't Utah, Utah was pretty good last yeah, year. Yeah, but. Yeah, but number six in the country guys. good? They lost a lot of guys too, Jimmy. I don't know. Mark, Schla- Mark Schlaback. Mark Schlaback. What are we What are we sipping over at ESPN, Mr. Schlaback? Uh, I don't know. Because I don't know if I'd want to have Penn, any Where's of Penn that. State, Michigan, Michigan State? Where are they at? That is a good question. Let me do a little scroll. Those, those, those are blue buds too. You know, I honestly was, I, I read down to like number six and I couldn't help myself. NC State's at number eight. NC Mi- State? Michigan's at, Michigan State is at nine. Michigan is at 10. Okay. Oklahoma, oh, that's fine. Oklahoma State at 11, yeah. I think is perfectly acceptable. I'd say, Clemson. I would even give them top 10. Does he have Texas in his top 25? Houston is 13. Does he have Texas Oklahoma in the top 25? 14, yeah, Pittsburgh, Oregon. Wake Forest, Baylor, BYU. Okay, like the rest of this, dude, when you get down to these 20s, like it kind of rounds out. Ole Miss, Kentucky is kind of a dark horse. Cincinnati at 23. But Kentucky they was undefeated for most of the year last year. Yeah. Kentucky, I think, is a pretty strong pick. They lost Will Levi, so I'm pretty sure, didn't they? The quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did. Keen's a big fan of him. Is he? Yeah, he's talking about that, yeah. Um, but, yeah, then Tennessee at 24 and 25 rounding out as the Hawkeyes. But, man, that first, that top six. Mr. Schlaubeck, what are we sipping on, pal? He is definitely... What are we on? May not be sober. <laughs> or he's just biased or something. Yeah. Dude, he must have a... He might have a horse in the race. We don't know. <laughs> his, grand, mean, his grand... His grand... His grandkid goes to USC. Yeah, we don't know. But I, if I had to make guesses, that would be my guess. Um, We will say, too, let's go on... Keep talking about USC a little bit. They just got a huge wide receiver. I talked about it in the intro. Uh, from the transfer portal, Jordan Addison from Pitt... Who's throwing to him? We just talked about it. Caleb Williams from Oklahoma. He's a stud. Superman. We know he's good. Like, we know that quarterback is call solid. You call, you call him Superman? Is Caleb Superman Williams. That I did not know, actually. Is that a real nickname? Are you I swear. I swear to God. All right, bet. Look at his Twitter. All right, bet. Um, but All right, bet, dude. Caleb Williams from Oklahoma. Big pickup for them. And, uh, you know, definitely poised to have a good season. Pac-12, right? Yeah. So you talk about the other teams in that league that could pose a Utah, challenge to them. Oregon, Utah, Utah, and Oregon are the two that pop out. Arizona State, nice. Arizona State, Arizona State was like thir- ranked thirteenth in the last poll. That the last yeah. ranked last year. Arizona State actually, the thing with Arizona State is that they disappointed in a few games, and that was the reason that kind of held them back. Yeah, but they showed a lot of promise. Yeah, I remember the game Arizona versus Arizona State. They beat them by like sixty points, mm-hmm. which was wild. And uh, the coach at Arizona State is Mike. Gundy. No, it, that's Oklahoma State. Oh, I meant uh, Arizona State. Yeah, it's uh, dude. It's Herm Edwards. Yeah, it yep, is yep, Herm. Herm. It is Herm. That's totally right. I totally forgot about that. I, I could. I was blanking for a second. Oh. Um, but dude, like that Pac-12. For the longest time, I feel like Pac-12. I shouldn't say the longest time, but for in recent history, that has kind of felt like the sad one out of the power. Well, five yeah, because remember we were growing up, we always watch Oregon and. Uh, yeah, DeAnthony Thomas, Marcus yeah, Mariota. Mariota, dude, yeah, they're so they're good. Awesome. They were crazy. Yeah. But then I just feel like they, that that conference as a whole has kind of dropped off. You have the SEC and Big Ten of the world, I feel like, are here. Then you go down to Big 12 and um, – why am I blanking? Uh, not Pac-12. How, ACC. ACC. ACC, yeah. I feel like ACC is kind of on the lower and spectrum like, and then Pac-12. Yeah, but then it's, yeah, because yeah, no. the ACC has just kind of been held up from by Clemson. I feel yeah. like a little bit, but they do have some solid teams in there. That NC State has has definitely made uh, a name for themselves. Yeah, the Wolfpack yeah. has big uh, Wolfpack addition on the Lions. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the uh, defensive uh, lineman uh, Akeem no, Akeem McNeil is from yeah. NC State. Kid, yeah, uh, there's a tackle that got drafted out of there. It was pretty good. Akeem too. the Dream McNeil, second round pick last year. Yeah, he's the man. Um, but yeah. that's all I've got, fellas. 
This is a good one. Another good yeah. one. I told you we wrap good up one. around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're just over an hour, so it's a good. Yeah. We're getting good at this, pod. man. We're getting we good are. at this. Yeah. We got it down to a system. Oh, the Reds beat the Reds. Oh, sorry, the Reds, Reds beat the Cubs by two touchdowns tonight. Ooh, by the way. The yeah, Cubbies. It, was it twenty to three? Twenty to five. Cubbies. Five. Ouch. That's ridiculous in any sport, but baseball. I would hate. I would hate to be a Cubs fan right now. Have you walked it off? Have you walked it off? Let's three go. Tigers win. Let's go. No, single on the right. Scope nice. score. By the way, shout out to my boss, Eric Robert. He's my manager tonight. He let me out a little early to get on the podcast. So, Eric, if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening like you said you would listen, shout out to you, man. Eric's Cabrera, the man. Sorry, we appreciate that. Huh? We appreciate that. Yeah. That's clutch, dude. Yeah. yeah. But, fellas, appreciate you. It's been yep. a good one. Yeah. Uh, for all of you that have made it this far, we appreciate you, man. A lot of good, uh, a lot of good guests coming up. Next week, we could preview it a little bit. We've got... Uh, Without saying any names, got a wide receiver from Central Michigan that'll be joining us on Monday night, and then we have a Division Two player that has coached the Division Two level and has played in the NFL coming on Thursday's episode. So two big time guests for next week. Uh, even looking into the week after that, boys, we've got some guests lined up. We ain't gonna say nothing about that though. Yeah, we're backed up. Hey, no. We ain't gonna say nothing about that though. Hey, shout out Ty King. Us. Shout out the best back in the nation, man. Shout out his granny, man. Yep. Shout her out. Shout out my granny. I'm the best back in the nation, Ty King. <laughs> Uh, have a grenade. D1 rejects. We out.